Բարերեկո բոլորիտ։ Yes, it's true that Christ is coming again. Սա ճշմարտություն է որ Հիսուս Քրիստոսը նորեն պետք է վերադառնա։ And we're looking forward to it. Եվ անհամբեր սպասում ենք իրա վերստին գալստին։ And one of the things that God uh, is doing as he prepares us for the coming of Christ աստված պատրաստում է մեզ իր գալստիան համար եւ գործերից մեկը որ նա անում է is to shake the world ուզմենա աշխարկը հիմքից շարժել ցնցել he has a purpose in shaking մի նպատակ ունի աս ցնցման մեջ now i read some verses from hebrews back in october at this meeting հոկտեմբերի մեջ ես որոշ համարներ կարդացիմ հիբրու գլխից And I'm going to read these verses again. Եվ այս համարները նորից այսօր կարդալու ենք։ But I want to draw out a different message from the the words that we're going to read. Բայց այս համարները կարդալով ուրիշ պատկամ եմ ուզում այսօր տալ ձեզ։ Because the question that I asked last time was what about these crises that we face in our world today? Անցյալ անգամ այս հարցումը ձեզ տվեմ ինչը այս տակնապ վիճակը որ մենք տեսնում ենք աշխարի մեջ հոկտեմբեր ամսին մենք նյութական դժվարություններից ենք ասում եւ նրանց վրա ենք կենտրոնացած and of course that's still continuing եւ դժվարտաբար սա դեռ շարունակվում է there are still many economic problems շատ նյութական դժվարություններ կա այս երկրի մեջ and they're saying that unemployment by 2010 may well be 3 million in this country եւ ասում են 2010 թվականին 3 միլիոն անգործ կլինի այս երկրում but there's also other crises that affect our world բայց տեսնում ենք որ ուրիշ դժվարություններ կա որ մեր աշխարի վրա ճնշում է հիմա we think of this swine fever this flu այս հիվանդությունը որ եկած է swine fever it's not been in the news so much վերջերս շատ դուրերի մեջ նրա մասին չենք լսում but it has been in the last few days բայց անցյալ մի քանի օր նորից լսել ենք նրանց մասին the highest number of cases in europe is in britain ամենաբարձրագույն թիվը ունեցող այդ հիվանդների ամիայի մեջ է and more and more people every day are being affected եւ ամեն օր դրանց թիվը ավելանում է բրիտանիայի մեջ the trouble is that once it begins to spread so it spreads more եւ ինչքան որ տարածվում է երթալով ու երթալով ավելի են թարձակվում ու տարածվում but the question i'm asking is when we think of all these crises what does the word of god say այն հարցում որ ես ուզում եմ ցեստամ այս դժվարությունները տեսնելով այս խոչընդոտները տեսնելով աստու խոսքը ինչ է ասում մեզ դրանց մասին and i believe that these verses in hebrews that we're going to read is maybe part of god's message to our world ես հավատացած եմ որ այս համարները որ կարդալու ենք աստու պատկամի մի մասն է կազմում So if you have your Bibles we're reading from Hebrews chapter 12. Ah anybody has an Armenian Bible. Well it's, it's best to if it's the word of God to be you have it Sushi John? Okay, I'll read it in English while then we'll we'll hear it in. It's it's important for us to have God's word. I don't know one of the problems I have with this meeting and I mentioned before is I don't know what language you read in. Շատ կարևոր է որ աստու խոսքը մենք գրված աշխերնից ունենանք եւ դժվարություն կա այս ժողովների մեջ որտեվ ամեն մարդ միևնույն նույն լեզուն չի կարդում. Nobody seems to have Bibles with them. Կարծես թե ոչ ոք իր սուրբիրք իրենց հետ չի բերում։ I don't quite understand that but anyway. Հասկանալի չես այնց համար. Now whatever language you can they bring it show your bibles 
In fact, I think for some of the Armenians from Iran, they're probably easier in Farsi than it may be in Armenian. Anyway, but it's important to hear God's word in whatever language we understand. So we'll just read it in English and then Sushi can read it for us in Armenian. See that you do not refuse him who is speaking. For if they did not escape when they refused him who warned them on earth, much less will we escape if we reject him who warns from heaven. At that time, his voice shook the earth, but now he has promised, yet once more I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. And this phrase, yet once more, indicates the removal of things that are shaken, that is, things that have been made, in order that the things that cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, and thus let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. Amen. So these verses tell us that there's, there's a shaking that's going on. And it says that everything that can be shaken will be removed. In fact, it says that, in fact, everything that is being made, everything that's being created is going to go. And God says that in the future, he's going to shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. What I'm suggesting to you is that we look at the crises in our world today. Economic problems, political problems, social problems, health problems. That this is part of the shaking that's going on. Of course, sometimes our own personal world might shake. The death of someone that's close to us. Breakdown in uh, marriage relationship. An illness that's not been healed. Unemployment. And it affects us in a very personal way, not just the world. But the point that these verses are making is that God allows this to happen. Why does God allow it to happen? For two reasons. Because in the future, everything that we can see is going to disappear. Everything that's been made. Houses, cars, you know, everything is going to go. And what is God's plan for us? He wants us to find that that will not be removed. 
that that cannot be shaken. And so you could say it's part of God's mercy that he's doing the shaking now. Because it's a sign that in the future everything's going to go. And the question is, have we found that that cannot be shaken? What is it that remains? Well, he tells us in verse 28. There, there is something that cannot be shaken. And that is God's kingdom. And so therefore what God is doing in our world today is that he wants to wake, wake people up. And sometimes this can only happen through a crisis. That people might realize that we're not here forever. But have I found that that does remain forever? And if we've received his kingdom, we belong to something that is unshakable. Praise God for his kingdom. But what is his kingdom? You see, when we look at verses in the Bible, even the teaching of Christ, there are verses that tell us that the kingdom of God is coming in the future. And then there's other verses that we read and it says that the kingdom of God has come. So it might be a bit confusing, confusing and we ask ourselves, has it come or has it not come? Well, of course, we know that in its fullness, it's going to come in the future. And when Christ comes, he will establish his kingdom with righteousness and justice. Justice. And he will reign forever. But there is also a sense in which it has already come. And I want to bring to your attention four verses. Two from the teaching of Christ. Two from the Apostle Paul. That have been a help to me to understand the present reality of God's kingdom now. And to know that we have received it and that we've already found that that cannot be shaken. In actual fact, if we read the earlier verses in Hebrews 12, it actually tells us that. Where the writer says, we haven't come to 
Mount Sinai, which was a very terrifying experience. <laughs> But you have come to Mount Sion, to the city of the living God. Which is another way of talking about the kingdom of God. <laughs> But three times he says there, you have come, you have come, you have come. So it's not just in the future. And we can know it now. But what do we know now? What do we experience now? Well, let's just look briefly at these four verses. You see, the Jews, they came to Jesus. And they said to him, when is the kingdom of God going to come? And what did Jesus say? He says, look, the kingdom of God is not coming with signs that you can actually see it with your eyes. Nor will they be able to say, look, it is here or look, it is there. Behold, says Jesus, the kingdom of God is in the midst of you. Or one way that this could be translated is the kingdom of God is in you. So what's Jesus saying? He's saying that the kingdom of God now is something spiritual. It, it is not something you can actually say, look, it's over there or it's over there and you can see it with your eyes. No, it is something that's within us. And that's what God is doing right now. His kingdom is being established around the world. But it's in the hearts and lives of people. There's not a lot of noise going on about it. You don't read about it in the paper. You don't hear about it on the television. Slowly, quietly, God is working here and there, changing people's lives. I say there's not much news in the paper. But it was wonderful a few weeks ago to read in one of our Saturday newspapers. Ten pages on the growth of the church in China. Amen. <laughs> there are more people now who are followers of Christ there than who are members of the Communist Party. Fifty million. It's between fifty and hundred million. God is working in China. And we could mention South Korea. Where maybe a quarter of the population are now Christian. So, yes, many people are now realizing that Christianity is on the move, it's, it's working. 
շատեր անդրադառնում է որ իսկ ապես քրիստոնեություն առաջադիմում է գործում է կյանքերի մեջ but ultimately we know that this expansion of god's kingdom is not something that we can see with our physical eyes here or there but it's going on in the hearts of lives but andradarnum ent vor ais takavorichan entes entartsvele chi vor mi ban vor achkov karogh ent tesnenk sa tegi unenu mes sirteri yev mtkeri mech anhatneri sirteri yev mtkeri so that's the first verse about the present reality of god's kingdom voremsa arachin hamari batsatrutyunne ayn irakanutyunne is takavorichan masin the second one is also from the lips of jesus Եգրոշնել Հիսուսի շուրթերից ենք լսել։ When he's standing before Pilate. Եթե որ Փիլոթի առաջնական գնաց է։ Pilate's trying to work out what's going on here. Փիլոթը աշխատում է հասկանալ ինչ է կատարվում այստեղ։ Who is this person? Ովա այս անձնավորությունը։ They say he's a king. Ասում են սա թակավոր է։ But he doesn't look like a king. Թակավորի չի նմանում։ I mean look at his clothes. Հակուսները նայեցեք։ And doesn't he have any weapons either? Զենք ու զրահ էլ չունի իր հետ։ And what does Jesus say to Pilate? Jesus in che pataskhanum Pilotin? He says my kingdom this is John 18:36. Hovanesi 18:36-րդ համարի մեջ այսպես է ասում. My kingdom is not of this world. Իմ թակավորությունը այս աշխարհից չէ։ Now it's very important what Jesus then said. Շատ հետաքրքիր է ուսումնասիրուի հետո Հիսուս ի՞նչ չէ ասում։ If my kingdom were of this world My servants would fight. Եթե իմ թակավորությունն էլ աշխարական թակավորություն լիներ, իմ ուսանողները կպայքարեին, կպատերազմեին։ So that I might not be delivered to the Jews. Որ ինձի այդ ժամանակ չհանձնեին հրեաների ձեռքի մեջ։ But my kingdom is not of this world. Բայց իմ թակավորությունը աշխարական թակավորություն չի։ We know there's a lot of uh, oppression in our world today. Իմանում ենք որ մեր կյանքերի մեջ աշխարում շատ ճնշումներ կա։ And it's very easy for people to think that somehow through force we can deal with these problems. Եվ շատերը սխալմամբ այն համոզություն ունեն որ պատերազմի միջոցով կամ զենքի միջոցով կարող ենք լուծել այս դժվարությունները։ I remember when we were living in Tabriz and we were working with a lot of Armenians. Երբ եղբայրն մալքը Tabriz քաղաքի մեջ էր ապրում եւ հայերի մեջ էր գործում այնտեղ and where there was maybe hatred is too strong a word but there was at least enmity over all that the turks had done and so on and so on the way that they'd messed up the armenian people եւ երբ որ տեսնում ենք հանդիպում ենք նրանց մեջ դառնություն եւ որոշ չափով ատելություն կար հանդեպ թուրքերը որովհետեւ իրանց կյանքը տակնու վրա է ինարել and we think of the millions that were killed in uh, turkey եւ երբ որ իմանում ենք որ միլիոնից ավելի թուրքիայի մեջ իրանց կյանքերը ձեռքից տվել էին and it's very easy for people to think now how can we deal with this how can we retaliate against this we're going to have to use force եւ շատ դժվար է ընդունելի ինչպես են կարող մենք սրա դիմաց դուրս գալ մենք էլ պետք է զենք ու զրահ գործածենք Jesus says if my kingdom were of this world yes we would fight Հիսուս ասում է այո եթե իմ թակավորությունը աշխարական թակավորությունն է մենք էլ պետք է զենքով պատերազմ ենք բայց but it is not of this world բայց իմ թակավորությունը այս աշխարհիս չի it is spiritual հոգեվոր թակավորությունը we know that many of the disciples of Jesus were very disillusioned with Jesus եւ իմանում են որ իր աշակերտների չատերը հիաստապված էին Հիսուսից especially when they took him and killed him մասնավորաբար երբ որ նրան տարան եւ սպանեցին where is our political freedom 
Where's our new government? We thought we were going to have positions in the new cabinet. One of the mothers of the disciples had come to one of the mothers had come to try to persuade Jesus to give special places for her two sons. And Jesus realized that these disciples did not realize what was going on. Yes, Jesus knew there was oppression. He knew what the Roman government was doing. But how do you change society? How do you change people? It's not simply by changing this regime or that regime. Jesus wanted to deal with the root problem. And the root problem was sin. And separation from God. And that victory, that freedom could only come through his death. And so the way he's thinking is completely different to what people around him were saying. So the kingdom of God is spiritual. It's not of this world. So what is it? Well, let Paul give a very simple statement. In Romans 14, 17, Paul says this. The kingdom of God is not food and drink. So what is it? The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So it's not, it's not something physical. It's not food and drink and all that. No, it, it is spiritual and it's these blessings. Righteousness, where we are declared, we're made righteous in the sight of God. We receive his peace. We receive his joy. And it's all through God's spirit. Praise God for these blessings that we have in him. So that's a, that's a very helpful verse, Romans 14, 17. And then the other verse is Colossians chapter 1, verse 13. Where Paul says there, and it's a very short verse. He says, God has delivered us. And he has delivered us from the dominion of darkness. And he's transferred us to the kingdom of of his beloved son. 
տեղափոխել է մեզ իր զավակի թագավորության մեջ in whom we have redemption the forgiveness of sins որի մեջ մենք ունենք փրկություն եւ ազատություն մեղքի պատճից now i believe this is one of the most important verses իմ կարծիքով սա սուրբիկի ամենակարևոր համարներից մեկն է because it's talking about there's two places որ այդտեղ նշվում է երկու տեղեր there's the dominion of darkness the dominion of satan մթուչան մասին է խոսում սատանայի իշխանությունը and what is god wanting to do ինչ է ուզում աստվածանել is wanting to bring us out of that ուզում է այդ մուտ իշխանության մեջից մեզ դուրս բերել and to take us somewhere else եւ տեղափոխել մեզ մի ուրիշ տեղ transfer us to the kingdom of his son ուզում է տեղափոխել մեզ իր դնել իր զավակի իշխանության մեջ whether forgiveness peace and joy and so որտեղ գոյություն ունի ներել խաղաղություն եւ One reason why God allows this shaking is for people to realize where they are and where they need to be. Պատճառներից մեկն է որ այս ցնցումները մենք տեսնում ենք աշխարհի մեջ որ մարդիկ ստաֆեն եւ անդարադառնան ուր են եւ որտեղ պետք է լինեն։ Now I know that if we went outside today to talk to people here in Chiswick. Եթե մենք դուրս եթանք եւ Chiswick-ի մեջ տարբեր մարդկանց հետ խոսենք, we said to them do you realize that you are in the kingdom of darkness the kingdom of Satan? Եթե նրանց ասեք որ դուք արդյոք անդրադառնում եք որ դուք սատանայի իշխանության մեջ եք ապրում, մթուչան մեջ եք ապրում։ Don't think they be very happy. Չեմ կարծում շատ ուրախ կլինեն այդ խոսքից։ They might hit you one or something. Հալա մատել գուցե խփենական ջիտ տակից։ Because people don't like to realize that. People do not want to realize that. Որ մարդիկ չեն ուզում անդրադառնան դա դժվար է։ People think they're somewhere in the middle. կարծում եմ որ այդ մեջ տեղում էլ միտեղ կարող կարող են լինել։ But is it the word of God is teaching us that there's only two places. Աստու խոսքը շատ հստակ ձևով մեզ ասում է երկու տեղ կա։ We're either here or right there. Կամ այս իշխանության մեջ են գտնում կամ մյուսի մեջ։ Մեզ տեղ չկա։ And the God of love is wanting us to realize that we are being transferred. Եվ սիրո աստված ուզում է մենք անդրադառնանք որ մենք կարող ենք տեղափոխվել։ We know in the football world they they use the word transfer a lot. Ֆուտբոլի կյանքի մեջ տեսնում ենք շատ transfer բառը տեղափոխվել, բառը շատ ենք լսում։ And this player moves from this team to that team. Եվ այս խաղացողին տեղափոխում են այս թիմային մեջից մյուսի մեջ։ And uh, let's say somebody has moved from Manchester United and they're now transferred to the Arsenal team. Manchester United թիմի մեջից մեկին տեղափոխվում են Arsenal։ Now it's no good the manager of Manchester United phoning up Karevor chishchi vor Manchester United TV qaravariche herakhosov kapvi and asking this player where were you today you didn't come for practice Yev harsin sranits ure irasor do aysor chekar chmasnaktsets ir khagin because he was saying look I'm no longer in your team Na kpatashanel yes ko timi mech chem tegapokhvatsem yes stegem And that that's how it applies to us in a spiritual way. Me avnunel meze veraberum. Satan doesn't like it when people get out of this kingdom. Satanan yerpet chisirum yer for martik ir ishkanutyan mechis dursenga. And we'll do what he what he can to try to get people back. Yev amen zevov kashkhati vor drants het bere ir takavorutyan. That's one reason why when people become followers of Christ they sometimes have greater problems than they did before. Yev patarneris megna nrank vor Hisusin հետևում են երբեմն առաջվանից ավելի շատ կարող է դժվարություններ հանդիպել։ As long as we're in the dominion of Satan, he doesn't he doesn't worry about us because we're already there. Եթե որ մենք իր իշխանության մեջ ենք ապրում, գործ չունի մեր հետ, արդեն իրեն ունենք։ But when we set out, when we've been set free, he wants to try to recapture us. Բայց եթե որ ազատություն ենք ձեր բերում եւ ուզում ենք այդտեղ մյուս թակավորության մեջ ուզման մեզ նորից հապշտակել եւ հետ։ But we're now in a new team. Բայց մենք արդեն նոր թիմի, ֆուտբոլի թիմի մեջ ենք։ 
Ասուցն <speaking in Hebrew> And Paul became a follower of Jesus. And what did Jesus say to Paul? He says, I'm sending you to the Gentiles to do what? To open their eyes that they may turn from darkness to light. From the power of Satan to God. That they may receive forgiveness of sins. And a place among those who are sanctified by faith in me. Now I think that's a wonderful verse. Acts 26 verse 18. Jesus himself is using the same terminology, the same words. That people have to turn from darkness to light and the power of Satan to the power. So that is the present reality of God's kingdom. It's spiritual. Not of this world. It's not something physical, but it's these wonderful blessings, peace and joy, and so on. And it's a transfer from darkness to light. So what are we supposed to do? Well, as we draw to a close, there's three things we need to do. And they're all found in these verses. First one is verse 28. Let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And that's why we, we, we love to, to worship the Lord. Because we are so grateful. He's given it to us as a gift. In that kingdom, he becomes our father. It's all of his grace. We don't deserve it. But he's willing to accept us as we are. And in the midst of all these things that are shaking around us and are going to be removed, 
He's put us into his kingdom. Which cannot be shaken. So let's be thankful. Secondly, what are we supposed to do? In this kingdom, we are to listen to him who speaks. The first verse, verse 25. Do not refuse him who is speaking. It doesn't say who has spoken, but who is speaking. See, God speaks. He speaks to us in, 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 in this relationship we have with him in the kingdom. And he wants us to take heed to what he says. And talks about people that refuse to hear what he was saying. This is a bit like the people of Israel. You know, they, uh, they said... Uh, what a, what, a, what a great privilege. Nobody else has had the privilege of hearing God speak to them. And we will hear and we will do it. That's what they said. What did God say? Oh, that they had such a mind as this always to fear me. But to keep my commandments. That it might go well with them. Uh, but of course it wasn't like that. They didn't listen. And they didn't but we know that in the kingdom of God, he is the one who rules over us. Remember what we say in the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> What is it? Your kingdom come. Now when we say your kingdom come, we could talk about the future. But also to come now. Come into my life. Into my family. Into my church. Because the rest of it says... Just as your will is always done up there on, in heaven, let it be done down here on earth. And it is through us in obedience that we do God's will and his kingdom comes here now. But there's one other thing. Verse 28 again. It says, and let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe or fear. Because our God is a consuming fire. You see, these earlier verses in Hebrews 12 have talked about fire. Mount Sinai. And the writer says, you haven't come to that that can be touched. 
This fire and darkness and gloom and so on. Now he says, you have come to the city of the living God. But somebody says this. Somebody said this. The fire on Sinai is something of the past. But the blazing fire of God's holy love will never be extinguished, will never go out. And the believer knows that in the presence of that bright light, all his sins are exposed. But he also rejoices that mercifully in its refining flames they can be consumed. And how are our sins consumed? Verse 24, which is not shown there, says you have come to Jesus the mediator of a new covenant and to the sprinkled blood that, that's how our sins are forgiven yes God doesn't change God doesn't change he is still a consuming fire his holiness is always there. And he's looking for that in our lives. In fact, in this very, very chapter, verse 14, it says, Strive for peace with everyone and for the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. But praise God that our sins can be forgiven. We praise God for the blood of Christ. So that's one reason why it's good for us now to remember what the Lord Jesus has done for us. And to thank him again for his shed blood for us. And it's a way of being able to say, Lord, thank you that you've, you've given me something which is not going to be removed, it's not going to shake. And therefore, we're grateful for what we've received. We want to listen to him who speaks. And we want to worship him with reverence. Let's pray together. Father, we see something of the shaking going on around us in our world today. We know that many people are worried because they don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We know that sometimes our own personal world shakes in different ways. 
But Lord, we realize that in many ways this is, this is part of your mercy towards us. So that we might ask ourselves, have I received that that cannot be shaken? Have I realized that in the future, everything that I can see is going to go, it's going to disappear. It's going to shake. Have I found that which does not shake? And Father, we realize that the only thing that will remain is your kingdom. And we're grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And even though we realize the fullness of that kingdom lies in the future, but we thank you for that that we can experience now. These spiritual blessings in Christ. And to know that we've been transferred from darkness to light. From the power of Satan to the power of God. Father, we thank you for the blood of Christ that makes it all possible. Yes, those early disciples could not understand what was going on. And thought that this death of Jesus was a great defeat. If only they knew, as they did realize, if only they knew that in fact this was the secret of being able to bring transformation and change in our world. And as Jesus died for us. To set us free from the dominion of darkness. To bring about that forgiveness of sins. And that we might know that we now belong to you. As people that have been redeemed for the precious blood of Christ. We ask, Lord, that you will fill our hearts with joy and peace in believing in Christ. And to thank you for what you've done for us. We praise you in Jesus' name. Just your name. Only by grace.
Let's stand and uh, just sing this t- together as we remind ourselves that it is only by the grace of God that we can enter. And we see the bread here. And there's also grape juice here as well. His body broken for us. His blood shed for us. And he invites us to come and to remember him. So we're going to take part through eating the bread and through drinking the cup together. So let's, uh, we'll take this bread, maybe Charles just break it up into bits and pieces. Thank you. His body broken for us. Father, once again we come to you, Lord. We come to you in obedience. You said, do this in remembrance of me. And Lord, we break this bread. 
in remembrance of you. Lord, we remember your broken body. Your broken body on the cross, Lord. Lord, you allowed your body to be broken so that we could become whole. Lord, we praise you. We praise you and we worship you. And Lord, as we participate of this bread and we take it into us, Lord, enter, enter every cell of our bodies, Lord. Permeate every cell of our bodies so that we can be made one. So that we can become more like you. Yes, Lord, every day we want to be more like you. Until that wonderful day that you return. We will be with you always. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The Lord Jesus invites all those who know that they belong to him to participate. If we know that our sins have been forgiven and that we've been transferred to his kingdom, then you're invited to take part. Take a piece of bread, just keep it. And we'll all eat together when we've received it. Then took the cup and said, 
Thank you, Lord, that you shed your blood for us. We're doing this so we can remember your shed of blood for us. And we thank you, Lord, for everything you've done for us. So let's pray and then we're going to sing a song to close, but uh, let's just thank the Lord again for what he's done. Lord, we do thank you for times like this when we can remember you. We know, Lord, that this is, this is very simple what's here on this table. But it's full of meaning. When we think of how you died for us. And your body was broken and your and, and, and the blood was shed. And Lord, we are so so grateful, so thankful for what we have received in Christ. We ask, Lord, that you, you will help us during this week to live with that wonderful joy and peace in our hearts. And to know that we have received something which will remain. It doesn't shake. And therefore, Father, we thank you that our, that our certainty and our assurance, our confidence is in you and what you've done for us. Yes, Lord, we thank you again for your grace and your love towards us. And we praise you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So let's stand. We're going to sing an Armenian song to... Uh,
Oh Lord, thank you for this wonderful day. This is a day that you have made. So you gave us so we would be happy and rejoice in you. Oh Lord, we thank you that you made us this wonderful destiny. Thank you, Lord, and we praise your name. Oh, Lord, we were dead in our sins that you made us alive. We were that we were in darkness that you transferred us to in your kingdom. You wrote our name in heaven. Thank you. We praise you. Lord, thank you. Every blessing that you gave us. Thank you, Lord. That's beautiful fellowship. Lord, thank you so much that you gave us your body as a living sacrifice. And you gave your blood as a true drinking. So we confess that you and you, we are one in you. So your life in us. So your blood cleanses us. We praise you. Thank you. So all the time let your name be praised. Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Amen.